Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. This is Lorraine, and I'm your host today. We are in episode 57.4, and it is Genesis chapter 19. So thank you for joining me yet another day. Uh, we had a really good uh, reading yesterday with Jeremiah. I was really glad that we got to get together and do that. Uh, we're going to get together again on Friday uh, if, they, if everything falls into place, but it looks uh, very promising. So uh, it's very challenging being in two different time zones. So even with the time chains, we're still two hours separate. So uh, so thank you for joining me. Uh, I am um, just really glad that we are getting into this um, story of Sodom and Gomorrah. It's a well-known story. Everybody knows about it. Uh, it's part of the Israelite history, and so, um, you know, when I say it's a story, it's a historical story. It's real because it's part of the Is Is Isra Israeli uh, history, you know, the Jewish history. So, um, yeah, uh, it's uh, very interesting, and, and some things that I highlighted at the end of today's chapter are tied into the stuff that I'm reading now, which is we're in Nehemiah right now. So a lot of uh, interesting recaps, so to speak. So, uh, but uh, I am not gonna uh, delay. I'm gonna dive right in uh, to reading this chapter because it's a little long. Uh, and, uh, but of course I'm gonna start with prayer. So let's, uh, let's open this up in prayer so that God can bless this time. Holy and mighty God, we come to you so humbly and so grateful for everything that you do and everything that you provide. We, we know that uh, you provide everything that we need. And as long as it is in your word, in your will, we know that uh, you will provide it for us. So, uh, but we have to ask for it, of course, uh, and, and you will provide. Um, Lord, we are most thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus. And it's, the, it's his uh, sacrifice on the cross. It is his blood that covers our, all of our sins. And uh, it, it washes us, it cleanses us of our sins, Lord. And we're just so thankful that he was obedient to you and did exactly what he was supposed to do. Lord, we thank you for the listeners out there. We thank you for every single person who is, uh, is reading along with us, following and doing their own research and, uh, and understanding what it is that you want us to learn from your word. We want to be intimate with you. We want to be in a relationship with you, Lord, and we want to get to know you better and better and better every day so that we can be in your will and know what it is that you want us to do. So Lord, uh, bless this time in your word and reveal to us what it is that you want us to understand and uh, clear our minds and our thoughts and our hearts so that we can only make room for you uh, in there. Lord, uh, bless our families and our friends, watch over them and uh, take care of them in a way that only you can be uh, the reason why they're being taken care of. Lord, we want you to be glorified and uh, we want the world to know that it is you that is doing this. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. 
<clears throat> so, chapter 19, we're going to read about uh, Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed. So, it's a big one. It's a big story. That evening, the two angels came to the entrance of the city of Sodom. Oh, so, let's go back. I'm going to say this really quick. That evening, the two angels came to the entrance of the city of Sodom. Yesterday, when we read about the three men that showed up, and Jeremiah didn't, and I, we didn't know who the, we thought the one was God, obviously, because it says God came to see Abraham, uh, but we didn't know who the other two guys were. Uh, those guys were angels, so, because it just tells us who it is in this new, so God always tells you what your answers are. He'll, he'll always answer the questions. So I just thought that was interesting. That was the first thing I noticed when I read today. Lot was sitting there, and when he saw them, he stood up to meet them. Then he welcomed them and bowed with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, come to my house, come to my home to wash your feet and be my guest for the night. You may then get up early in the morning and be on your way again. <clears throat> oh no, they replied. We'll just spend the night out here in the city square. But Lot insisted. So at last they went home with him. Lot prepared a feast for them, complete with fresh bread made without yeast, and they ate. But before they retired for the night, all the men of Sodom, young and old, came from all over the city and surrounded the house. They shouted to Lot, where are the men who came to spend the night with you? Bring them out to us so we can have sex with them. So Lot stepped outside to talk to them, shutting the door behind him. Please, my brothers, he begged, don't do such a wicked thing. Look, I have two virgin daughters. Let me bring them out to you and you can do with them as you wish. But please leave these men alone, for they are my guests and are under my protection. Stand back, they shouted. This fellow came to town as an outsider and now he's acting like our judge. We'll treat you far worse than those other men. And they lunged toward Lot to break down the door. But the two angels reached out, pulled Lot into the house, and bolted the door. Then they blinded all the men, young and old, who were at the door of the house, so they gave up trying to get inside. Meanwhile, the angels questioned Lot. Do you have any other relatives here in the city? They asked. Get them out of this place, your sons-in-law, sons, daughters, or anyone else. For we are about to destroy the city completely. The outcry against this place is so great it has reached the Lord, and he has sent us to destroy it. <clears throat> so Lot rushed out to tell his daughters, fiancés, Quick, get out of the city. The Lord is about to destroy it. But the young men thought he was only joking. At dawn the next morning, the angels became insistent. Hurry, they said to Lot. Take your wife and your two daughters who are here. Get out right now, or you will be swept away in the destruction of the city. When Lot still hesitated, the angel seized his hands, hand and the hands of his wife and the two daughters and rushed them to safety outside the city, for the Lord was merciful. When they were safely out of the city, one of the angels ordered, Run for your lives and don't look back or stop anywhere in the valley. Escape to the mountains where you will be swept away. Oh no, my Lord, Lot begged. You have been so gracious to me and saved my life, and you have shown your such great kindness. 
but I cannot go to the mountains. Disaster would catch up to me there and I would soon die. See, there is a small village nearby. Please let me go there instead. Don't you see how small it is? Then, then my life will be saved. All right, the angel said, I will grant your request. I will not destroy the little village, but hurry, escape to it, for I can do nothing until you arrive there. This, is explains, this explains why that village was known as Zoar, which means little place. Lot reached the village just as the sun was rising over the horizon. Then the Lord rained down fire and burning sulfur from the sky on Sodom and Gomorrah. He utterly destroyed them along with the other cities and villages of the plain, wiping out all the people and every bit of vegetation. But Lot's wife looked back as she was following behind him, and she turned it into a and she turned into a pillar of salt. Abraham got up early that morning and hurried out to the place where he had stood in the Lord's presence. He looked out across the plain toward Sodom and Gomorrah, and watched as columns of smoke rose from the cities like smoke from a furnace. But God had listened to Abraham's request and kept Lot safe removing him from the disaster that engulfed the cities on the plains, on the plain. <clears throat> Lot and his daughters. Afterward, Lot left Zoar because he was afraid of the people there, and he went to live in a cave in the mountains with his two daughters. One day, the older daughter said to her sister, there are no men left anywhere in this entire area, so we can't get married like everyone else and our father will soon be too old to have children. Come, let's get him drunk with wine and then we will have sex with him. That way we will preserve our family line through our father. So that night they got him drunk with wine and the older daughter went in and had intercourse with her father. He was unaware of her lying down or getting up again. The next morning, the, the older daughter said to her younger sister, I had sex with our father last night. Let's get him drunk with wine again tonight, and you go in and have sex with him. That way we will preserve our family line through our father. So that night they got him drunk with wine again, and the younger daughter went in and had intercourse with him. As before, he was unaware of her lying down or getting up again. As a result, both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their own father. When the older daughter gave birth to a son, she named him Moab. He became the ancestor of the nation known as the Moabites. When the younger daughter gave birth to a son, she named him Ben-Ami. He became the ancestor of the nation known as the Ammonites. That's what I was talking about that I just finished reading about, you know, in future chapters. So see, you got something to look forward to. So stick with it because there's so much history to be learned in the future. So keep listening because this is really good stuff. All right. Well, I practically highlighted the whole thing. So I'm going to try to pick and choose. Um, like I said, it's, uh, apparently the two angels are the two men that came with God uh, to go see Abraham. They came to the city of Sodom. They found Lot. Lot convinced them to stay with him. I, I did highlight this. I thought this was interesting. Um, when he asked them to stay there, he, they said, no, no, we're, we'll just spend the night out here in the city square. So I put 
in parentheses, I put revelation. Hang on a second, it's my phone. Hold on, sorry. I'm sorry about that. That was, uh, I have no idea. It was some random phone number on my phone. Uh, so I put in parentheses, uh, revelation. Um, it reminds me of the two witnesses, uh, that were in the square in Jerusalem. I believe it's in Jerusalem. Uh, and we know that the, we believe that it's, uh, was Moses and Elijah. Now, of course, that's not Moses and Elijah because Moses hasn't even been born yet. Right? Right. So. Sorry, I'm trying to keep everything in order in my head. Yeah, so Moses hasn't even been born yet, uh, and I don't think Elijah has been born yet either. So, but it just reminded me of it. Uh, forgive me for my rambling on. Uh, so then uh, they had a feast and of unleavened bread, and before they retired, the crazy you know, sinful men of Sodom came and want to have sex with the new guys in town, which uh, that's crazy and obviously against God's laws. But uh, Lot steps up, goes outside amongst the crazy crowd and says, you know, please don't do such a wicked thing. He's trying to convince them. He's even putting his own daughters up as collaterals to to because he knows he knows these guys are are special and they're from God and you know and that they're angels, and he's putting up his two virgin daughters, uh, in, as collateral for these guys, and so they're you know obviously the crowd's like stand back you know this guy has come in as an outsider and now he's trying to act like a judge, and they're gonna treat him worse. So they, they lunge towards Lot and they try to break down the door, but the angels being so powerful, pull Lot back into the house and they bolt the door and they blind all the men. And so the men give up and go away. Thank God, right? So meanwhile, the angels are telling Lot, get your relatives out of town, get everybody out because we're getting ready to rain some serious fire and destroy the uh, two cities. Uh, so Lot rushes out to tell his daughter's fiancés, you know, quick, get out of the city. But the young men thought he was joking. Who knows why? I mean, I, I don't know. They didn't believe him. Uh, so at dawn, the angels became insistent. You know, they're like, you got, you know, we're trying to do what God, you know, what, what we were asked to do, Abram, you know, asked to save your family's life. And so here we are trying to do that. So he, they grab their hands and take them out of the city and, uh, and rush them to safety outside the city for God, the Lord was merciful. The Lord is being merciful here. And then, uh, run for your lives and, uh, escape to the mountains or you will be swept away with all the fire and brimstone. Um, and then Lot's like, no, no, you know, I can't go to the, the, the mountains. It'll, it'll, I'll die up there. Um, you know, he's, he's thankful that they were so gracious and saved his life and his family. Uh, but disaster will catch up to me there. I would soon die. I don't know why that's the case, but so please let me go to this little town instead and don't destroy it. And they said, okay, we'll save this one little town, which is Zoar, which means little place. Um, 
Then Lot reached the village just as the sun was rising over the horizon. Then the Lord rained down fire and burning sulfur from the sky on Sodom and Gomorrah. He utterly destroyed them, wiping out all the people and every bit of vegetation. But Lot's wife, you know, did exactly opposite. You know, she dis she was disobedient. And what happens? There's consequences for being disobedient. She turned into a pillar of salt. You know, this is what happens when you're disobedient. This is what God does. Abraham uh, got up the next morning, hurried out to the place where he stood with the Lord. And he looked out and saw Sodom and Gomorrah up in smoke. And uh, But God had listened to Abraham's request and kept Lot safe, removing him from the disaster that engulfed the cities on the plain. And then we go into this other act of sin, which is crazy. Maybe they've been living in Sodom and Gomorrah for too long that they thought that this was an okay thing to do. I don't know. I don't know what that is all about. But what I do know is that they, they did something that is not natural. They got pregnant by their father, both the daughters, and as a result, uh, both daughters became pregnant by their own father, which is a sin, even though God hasn't put that down, you know, there's no, there's no, the law of Moses yet, because Moses isn't around yet, but it's just unnatural. So, uh, because I, I don't know, but I, what I believe I've been reading and I got to go into back into what I read today. Um, I believe that Lot's daughters each had a son. This is what it says here. He became Moab, became the ancestor of the Moabites, and then uh, Ben-Ami became the ancestor of the Ammonites, which I believe both of them are who the Israelites are fighting against constantly. There's like this laundry list of, let me see if I can find it in Nehemiah. Let me see, because I just read it today. No, I don't know. Let me see. I don't want to take up too much time. But we did 11 today. Maybe it was yesterday that we read about it. I don't know. I'll have to look it up and I'll, I'll get back with you tomorrow on this where I've seen it. But it's all through judges. It's all through uh, kings. I mean, it's through all of this uh, that we see this continual, the Ammonites and the 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 Moabites and the whole laundry list of these, you know, they're constantly fighting against. So I'll get back with you tomorrow about that. So that's it for today. Uh, I'm, I'm going a little bit long. It was a big chapter, but um, it was a, it was a good chapter because we need to be reminded that, uh, you know, God saw that there was a lot of evil going on and nothing is too big for God to take care of. So, you know, uh, he took care of these two cities that were obviously entrenched with uh, sexual immorality is what it sounds like to me. So uh, that's it for today. Uh, again, as always, uh, I, I will not close out before I give you the opportunity um, to uh, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you have not, if you have not made a decision for Jesus, uh, here is your time. This is your moment. This is not between us. This is not a horizontal thing. This is vertical between you and God. And you, uh, it's, you know, it's a heart issue. Uh, so I'm just merely the catalyst. I'm the person that's going to say the prayer 
uh, of salvation for you and you can say it with uh, I encourage you you know Jesus uh, is is the only way you know Jesus says I am the way the truth and the life uh, no one comes to the Father except through me and so you know I strongly encourage that you start a life with Christ um, you know like I said quoting Ed uh, eternity's too long to be wrong so just saying so let's pray and you can say it with us and if you're a believer you can say the prayer as well so <clears throat> Heavenly Father today I put my trust in you I am NOT perfect and I know that I've sinned against you please forgive me I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus it's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins past present and future on this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the uh, kingdom of heaven. You are now a brother or sister in Christ. Uh, you're part of the family. And so now it's time to start living your life for Jesus. Uh, you know, get to a church, get to a pastor, somebody who can help you to navigate to the next step and start doing you know <clears throat> i was just saying today that we're supposed to be a fisher of men so don't be afraid to be bold uh to give out the gospel to to give people the opportunity to get saved because uh, that's what we're here for uh, to uh, you know for the kingdom that's what we're here for to work for the kingdom so uh join a ministry start a ministry uh, volunteer at your church whatever it is that you feel god is calling you to do so that's it for today thank you so much for joining me i thought today was a really great reading uh and i hope you enjoyed it uh whatever time it is that you're getting to do this morning noon or night i have no idea but i pray that your day is blessed and i will see you tomorrow so take care and have a good one